Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, his buggers <laughs> over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. July 21st. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob. Roush still triggered from yesterday. No show to start today's show. So uh, we really just are at odds, I guess. Uh, It's... The it's a strained relationship, I think you have to say at this point. Justin Kalen, how are you? I'm good. Um, I, I'm still still coming off that show yesterday that was just just so electric and, and provided so much good radio. So I, I know we're probably not going to get that today, but we, Kentucky did have uh, SEC media days yesterday, so we will get a lot of news. Excited for today's show. It's it's Thursday, almost Friday, so week's almost over. That's cool. Yeah, it's a shame we didn't we don't have last Friday to look forward to tomorrow because that was basically a, a three day weekend, which That's was pretty true. nice. The KRC folks went out golfed with the exclusion of Roush. Maybe we should have seen it coming, but uh, <laughs> foreshadowing. He did meet us up for lunch, and we had a we had a, a nice time. Intern Jacob, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Last night, or really all of yesterday. Did a lot of TV watching, so I got caught up on a on a bunch of stuff. I don't know if you heard about that um, Derek Jeter documentary, the captain that ESPN put out. They put out the first episode, and I watched it. It's pretty pretty freaking good. So I recommend the the watch for everybody out there. I can guarantee I will not be watching it. Uh, what it's like a seven part series. I, I don't know. They I know they're putting them out like part by part. So the first one's out. I just know it's. Too many series for Derek Jeter, an overall pretty boring person, which isn't a bad thing. You know, when you're so disciplined and you're the captain, you should be kind of boring. And he seemed kind of boring. I don't care about his personal life or his dating life. I would be a little interested in just like a documentary on his time and as a Yankee. But besides that, I, that would be that'd be like an hour. I'd be like an hour. Uh, I could give Derek Jeter an hour, maybe two hours tops. I'm not doing some six or seven part series, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, that's good to hear. I heard you mentioned you crossed another movie that either Roush, Justin, or I recommended to you off your list yesterday. 
I did. I, I watched Road Trip last night. I didn't start it till about 1 in the morning, so I finished it about 2.30. But what? It, was, it was well worth the watch. Well, before we, we get to your watching of Road Trip, I've, I've got another question to ask you. But before we do that, Nick Roush has joined us. I guess he's finally cooled off from yesterday. Uh, you're, you're early to leave. You're late to arrive, Nick Roush. What's gotten into you? Uh, I'm just a temperamental teenager. I, I, Jacob's run, rubbing off on me. What can I you, say? You know, you're, you're expecting baby number two. Your hormones are all out of whack. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> Roush was running behind this morning. He did let us know. this. It was a little bit of a bit to start this morning's show, but uh, really no excuse for you being late. That That, that is an incredibly serious take. How are you, Roush? I'm great. Uh, I went to go see Mr. Blue Powerade. It's not the same as going to see him at uh, Salsaritas, um, where they have the best queso in the entire world. It is queso month after all. So go to one of their two locations, download the app. Uh, Salsaritas, deliciously different. Uh, that, that can count. We'll count that as a plug. Uh, I got after it last night. We had a little celebration, and um, it was a, it was a wild time at the Omni Hotel Bar. There, um, there was a, there's a new convention in town, and we've learned that it's a bunch of health coaches. And I guess they're 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 I don't know. Patience is the right word, but they th- those people came in. So night one, they're ready to get after it. They did a, a, a dress-up thing where there was a bunch of people dressed like they were in the 80s and 90s. And the intermingling with a bunch of media members last night out, it um it, it got pretty rowdy at the at the hotel bar last night. Pretty rowdy. Oh, so that's that. I see why I see why you were late. When you say health coaches, do you mean like those people you see on Instagram that are like, and if you sign up for my class and you get two people to sign up for your class, you too can make pennies. Definitely not the pyramid schemes on Instagram. They're not pyramid schemes. They're not. They're not pyramid schemes. It reminds me of the office where Michael writes it out and then Jim just draws the pyramid around it. But is that who you're talking about? Like one of the, I've seen those, yeah. I've seen those conventions before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's those, which they do all the bells and whistles. They have to make them look so much fun. And then it's like, if you're one of the top 3% coaches, you get to come to this convention and we put you on stage and then we do a workout in, in the mm-hmm. downtown area and look at, we're all hot and we're fun and we're having a blast. <laughs> Exactly. Right, and, and like the, those people with sports media members, and that may be the most hilarious gathering of all time. Because I don't know if I can say this on air or not, but it's seven ten. People are still filing in for the roll call morning. Sports media, horniest profession in all of sport in, in all the world. <laughs> there was, oh man, there was there was one lady, and and especially when you have so many men who just are have too much confidence. They have way too much confidence. The, the, the really older gentleman that was hitting on the really younger lady, uh, she, she fought out. She knew she was in, what am I doing here? Why am I, why am I around these people? Uh, there also was uh, one uh, rather, a younger uh, Arkansas radio host who got asked to leave the bar before early. You know, he 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 was wow. So it was it was it was comedy. And one one of my favorite parts of it is that after a few drinks, you just like you go up and talk to whoever, even if they are Mister Big Shot. And so I went up and I talked to one of Luckett's least favorite people, and. This guy, he he's he does a lot of fine bomb hits, and Luckett 
just like it, it's basically like when Drinkwitz comes up and starts talking my reaction that's like it so i wanted to talk to him to like pick his brain a little bit and this dude is he's he he loves it he he was he was uh, uh holding court uh just willing to entertain anybody and anyone who was asking uh so that it was it was funny. I did. I did meet some. I, I met a UK student who um, is actually a sports commer with Jacob. So her internship, she actually might be going farther than you, Jacob. How does that make you feel? Whoa. Good for her. No, I'm glad to see a fellow cat getting in. And you know what, Roush? I'm in the right place. So how about you suck it? <laughs> whoa, well, you, whoa, whoa, whoa! You... Inter- hold on. Th- th- there's so much to get to this morning. It. Yeah, I have Roush coming in with just fire, which I absolutely love. And then in, intern Jacob, I, I was wanted to hear more about your movie. We learned that you watched it at 1 a.m., but what, what the hell is with you missing your alarm and missing yesterday's show? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, yeah what the what hell? hell? I, I don't think you need to be throwing buckets to anybody, idea. pal. Like, I set my same seven or 650 alarm for these at-home shows. And Here I comes intern excuse. And it just didn't go off. I don't know. It just I'm gonna have mm. to file a formal complaint with Apple because this is it's, oh. it's unacceptable. It's the it's the iPhone's fault. Yeah, one thing this radio show can teach you is personal responsibility and accountability goes a long way in the adult world, little boy. Hey, technically that's that's the only one I've missed without saying anything, so Give me, give me something. We'll give you one and a half because the first time the golf excuse, you, you didn't, you, it, it, it was, it was sloppy. Was like twenty minutes before the show. It was sloppy. Yeah, it was sloppy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, maybe you staying up till three in the morning could be part of the problem. You think? <laughs> no, I always do that. I never go to bed before like one thirty. Mm. And I, I'm confident. I, I, Justin, I think you and I. Do we get paid extra for this? No, we sure don't. I think we're the only people that listen, the only Big X employees that listen to other Big X sports radio programming. <laughs> because Trevor and Mike of the Mike Rutherford Show, 3 to 6 on Big X Sports Radio, they were so interested in what happened in KRC. What's this KRC controversy? Um, Carrie Roush controversy. That's what KRC stands for. Instead of Terry, I'm Carrie now. No. But it's they and and they didn't know because they didn't listen to the show. Wow, and, they missed uh, out. Trevor texted me individually. He's like, "What happened? You got to tell. You got to spill the beans." And I just said, "No, you can go listen to the podcast, buddy. Uh, it, it's sad that you don't support your old show anymore." And he gave me the old spiel Roush of, "I can't listen to it because it makes me too sad. I miss I miss being on the show too too much." And I was just like, "Trevor, you're so full of it, man. You just don't care about UK sports. You hardly you didn't care about UK sports when you were on the show, so it's just it doesn't appeal to you." And he was like, "No, no." He was like, "I don't." And you're right, I never did. But it's really I can't. It's just uh, I, you know, it's not. It, and also, I don't wake up till 2 p.m. so i don't have a chance really to listen to it till after my radio show and at that point you know it's blah 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 so um intern jacob's not showing up for shows the other people don't listen to shows uh morale low at big x we don't know when the hell the scramble is going to be morale low at big exports radio really really need the water to come through to save us because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's uh things aren't looking good right now scoots 
what a way to get out ahead of that, TJ, and just go ahead and mention the golf scramble right off jump. Or we yeah, yeah, just an update about it. Uh, update for the Thornton text line. No, no update on the golf scramble yet. Uh, we will let you know though when we do here, and we'll be happy to answer your questions moving forward. But as of today, no, no new update there. Uh, so Roush, you got to probably have some of the most fun people watching in the country mm-hmm. last night. Yeah, speaking of, I need to hear more about this Arkansas fan getting kicked out because you have to do a lot to get kicked out of a hotel bar. Arkansas radio guy. And I yeah. think I have an idea of probably who it is. I mean, I only know one Arkansas radio guy. Uh, it, it was not him. He he, he The guy you're thinking of, TJ, was there till, uh, uh it, it shut down with me last night. Um, but it was another guy who uh, – they joke that you can just hear him from a mile away. And I, I didn't see the actual what happened. Um, I just saw him being like, okay, let's let's go back to the room, buddy. Uh, and actually, I think I saw him this morning when I was going to see Mr. Blue Powery. So, um, I didn't know Bob Holt got down like that. <laughs> oh, man. Bob Holt slamming. Two, he had two open Diet Cokes at one of the media events the other night. And I was just, just like, God, oh, Bob, never change. Bob with a hilarious line that he had a uh, a face for TV or, or something along those lines, which was pretty good. We got to hear Mark Stoops talk yesterday. Yep. Uh, we will discuss that on today's KRC. We've got more recruiting updates. We had a DJ Wagner update. That huge, was- huge DJ Wagner update. Like to the point that I think Mike Rutherford might just have to cancel this show. Like, I mean, it's it's pretty tough, pretty tough look for the, for the Louisville fans. Oh, I'm 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 interested in in why you think that because they they thought the DJ Wagner update was a gift from from the heavens above. It was such great news. Oh, so interesting. Maybe maybe conflicting DJ Wagner updates. I, I'll be interested in what you've got to say. As always, we want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifties fourteen fifties. There's no S at the end of the. <laughs> You send it in, we read it. You go into the Thorntons, you won't be disappointed. They're well lit, they're clean, friendly staff. I'm always surprised about the hustle and bustle at a Thorntons at like 7 a.m. or in between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. People are just getting, real Americans getting on with their day, stopping by a place that's convenient, delicious, cheap, and good. That's Thorntons, uh, but there's nothing cheap about the quality of their breakfast sandwiches or their freshly baked everyday donuts or fresh fruit. And don't forget, they're giving away $10,000 in Cash Bash, the summer Cash Bash. Go to download their app, Refresh Rewards member, and you can win $10,000 weekly or at the end of the summer, a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. All right, right. Well, you've you've piqued my interest. Let's go ahead and just do the DJ. Yes, let's do the DJ Wagner update. Uh, DJ Wagner has signed a nil deal with nike's subs nike's drake portion of oh okay i see yeah yeah so uh, i I don't know what they call that but drake has like a sub line of swag and uh in the advertisement in the commercial dj wagner's in there so it's pretty apparent that he is now with team nike team swoosh not team three stripe life well now steven rummage who does radio over at 680 he was quick to remind people of this Kenny Payne quote regarding Nike. They are family. The head guy that runs that organization is like my uncle. 
He is a family member just like these guys. He loves me, and I love him. The guys that run that organization, they are part of my family. They spent time together. So do family members, are they contractually obligated to spend money? Like that that is using that quote, I guess, if you're really trying to make make yourself feel a little bit better, then do what you gotta do, do what you want when you're popping, I suppose. But this is intriguing if not it, it, I think there's different scales of how you could view this news. You could think of it as like, okay, a kid endorsed by Nike is not going to play his college basketball at an Adidas school. Like it's not going to happen. Because yeah. that's a, I mean, a, a literal <laughs> conflict of interest to some degree. Right. You can have some people say, all right, this, maybe this isn't a huge deal, but boy, this is interesting. And then you have the people like Rummage who would just pull out that quote and be like, well, Kenny Payne stick with Nike. This may not be who this probably, this is nothing. This is nothing to look at. I think I do fall in the middle tier. If I'm being honest, I don't think this is like a sign that it's an absolute done deal, but it's not nothing either. This is interesting. I don't know how somebody could be tweeting and doing nil stuff with Nike and then lacing up Adidas for 35 games for a season. I'm sure it could happen. I'm sure there's some cross stuff like that that's maybe already happened in nil, but it's it's not nothing. And anybody suggesting it's not, then I think they've got their head in the sand a little bit. Well, and I remember, uh, you know, I, I'm not the Mr. Waga here, um, but I remember that being an initial pushback was that you couldn't do conflicting deals. Now, that's you could... You can't be a Nike guy and wear your Nike shoes for your Adidas school during games, but you can still do Nike stuff outside of your normal days in the life. So, well, yes, it is possible. It does seem like it would be bad business in general. to You're signing an endorsement deal with a company, and then you're going to go wear another person's shoes. It just it feels like it would be a bad luck for an aspiring young star, just saying. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. So I, I don't think it's nothing. Um, I, I'm not ready to like say the recruitment is completely and totally over. But it's it's intriguing all the same. So the update before that update, Roush, that had the Rutherford show all giddy was Travis mm-hmm. Branham's update. Did you see that one? I did not see Travis Branham's update. His update was he's not committed. DJ Wagner's not committing anytime soon. And unless you heard it from DJ Wagner himself, don't believe all the things you've heard over the last few weeks. So over the last, <laughs> I, I love that you started laughing about it. Oh my it, God, they actually took that serious? <laughs> well, no, oh man, I thought you were laughing about something else because like, I, I like the guy and he's certainly plugged in, but like, Random, you were the one saying stuff the last two weeks. Also, just make up something better to push back momentum the other way. Don't just say, don't believe everything you heard. Like, I, I get that that's what Wagner's camp wants out there. I'm sure they want they want some sort of pushback. They want it to seem like Louisville has a better chance than what they do right now. But <laughs> what a hilarious way to push back. And Brandon, you were the one that was like saying too cloudy to call. I don't, it's 50 50 at best. U of L doesn't have a lead. So, like, are you saying don't believe what you are saying? Or 
<laughs> he never really specified specifically what we shouldn't be listening to. But over the last two weeks, momentum has certainly swung the pendulum over to Kentucky's side of things. So when you say a quote like that, it seems to suggest like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Maybe the momentum's not all Kentucky's way like we were thinking. But I, I was the person kind of uh, suggesting that for what it for what it was. Worth. And like, also, he didn't even <laughs> he didn't even he wasn't Mr. Jamie Shaw with like ninety five percent confidence that he's going yeah. to the UK. He just said it was cloudy. Yeah, and and you know that that maybe he's talking more to the Jamie Shaws out there, the people that think this one's over. Because I will say, Jack Pilgrim, all the recruiting experts in the area, Travis Graft, uh, they've all been saying like, oh, yeah, I, I I do like Kentucky spot, but let's it's it's maybe not it's not ninety five percent Jamie Shaw. They've all been kind of quick to say, don't totally pump the brakes here, but also don't count your chickens. <laughs> necessarily before they have oh man that's just such a funny uh pushback and and I, and I will say to rutherford and trevor's credit the fact that wagner's not committing at peach jam or on monday that is good news for u of l in the same sense aaron bradshaw not committing was bad news for uk because if wagner was going to commit around in the next week like there would be way too much smoke for it to be anywhere besides kentucky i mean he hasn't even visited louisville yet so I do agree with them, the fact that if he's going to push this thing off, which how long he's going to push it off, we have no idea about that. And, and I was skeptical he was going to commit around Peach Jam anyways, just because this is a big recruitment. I feel like you'd build up a little bit mo- more momentum or excitement before you decided to really pull the trigger on one school or another. And UK fans, I think he is going to end up visiting U of L. Uh, what to make of that, I'll, I'll have to listen to what the experts are hearing about it. But it'd almost be a little disrespectful, I think, to not check them out, to end up committing to UK and then the narrative be, well, you know, people thought L had momentum and they hired his grandfather, but he never even set foot on their campus. So mm-hmm. how serious of a choice were they? So I bet you'll hear of a visit planned. I wouldn't freak out about it. Now, could it could he go to the visit and fall in love and blah? Yeah, you know, you'd hope that Kentucky has a counteract, which does make another piece of news interesting that the Rutherford show didn't bring up yesterday. And that was UK reaching out to another guard in that class, Roush. Did you see oh. that? Did you hear about that? Um, I, I'm, refresh me. I, I may have, but I'm not positive. Well, you, uh, Isaiah Collier, who I'm not really Ooh, familiar yeah. with in terms of anything about his recruitment or how good of a player he is. This is the interesting thing about that is two weeks ago, he is when he said UK reached out. Well, two weeks ago was when John Calipari was living it up large in Spain and all the crystal balls were coming in on Wagner to UK. And that's when the momentum started to shift in that recruitment. So we don't know UK's interest level with Collier. Travis Graff suggested that this was a pressure play by UK on Wagner. Like, hey, you know, we could go theoretically go get somebody else if you don't want, if you want to kind of, you told us that you were going to commit. If you kind of want to drag your feet on this, we do have some other options. But it was interesting because Travis Branham, who we've spoken with, spoken a lot about this morning already, he retweeted the UK call your interest like three or four times yesterday. He was really persistent to like, wink, wink, UK has reached out to a target. This guy is interested in UK. He may go visit UK. He's got his commitment date in mind. It's weird. 
it's it's strange. And you wanna you honestly want to get in Travis Branham's head and be like, hey, what are you what are you doing here? Like you're you're hinting at something. What what game are you playing? Um, because it does seem kind of like a little bit of a game, but that's his inside info that he's got. He's entitled to do whatever he wants with it. But that's another interesting part to this whole DJ Wagner thing is Kentucky has at least started sniffing around another top five guard. Interesting. Interesting indeed. And while we're on this, and may as well get it over with right now, uh, we do have an update on how all the players did yesterday, Roush. At Peach. Ooh, player update. Let's hear I, I believe yesterday was the last day of the regular season stuff. Is that right? The they get into the tournament today. now. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, Thursday, you do the tournament. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, Dillingham, after a 29-point game, followed it up with a 26-point performance in a win he was four nine from deep all right that's nice. we, we can live we can live with that that's more like it bobby uh but that's great 26 points it seems to have a little malik monk in terms of he get, once he's on he can just really fill it up and in a winning effort always fun to see dj wagner 11 points 5 of 18 shooting which is rough oh of seven from behind the arc which is rough but they did get a win and uh, he had five assists, even with his shot not falling. And you got to remember these kids, 16, 17-year-old kids, they're worn out from this summer. I, they're far from a finished basketball product. Don't get too caught up with the shooting numbers. But it hasn't been the best shooting performances from the U.K. guys or U.K. targets. Aaron Bradshaw had 13.7 rebounds, three blocks. He's probably been – he's been as steady as anybody down there in terms of just consistently putting up solid numbers. Remember, he plays with DJ Wagner and maybe does not want to play with DJ Wagner at, at the next level. Justin Edwards, 19 points uh, on three or on seven of 13 shooting, excuse me, but he was 0 of 3 from behind the arc as well. And his team got a big win, but 19 points, nothing to, to scoff at. So they're starting to play a little bit better collectively, starting to heat up. And then, yeah, they'll get into the tournament play of things. And don't think it's crazy, maybe, that we see a. Uh, a, Rob, a Bobby Dillingham versus DJ Wagner matchup, which would be a lot of fun. He might give him the shifts. I didn't know that GG Jackson played with Dillingham. That team should be unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that either. I, somebody was tweeting out, like, watch this assist from Dillingham to to GG. And I was like, whoa, they, they're on the same team? Which, again, you know, I probably should know, but – don't really keep up with the recruiting ins and outs as much as I used to back in the day. So uh, there's your there's your basketball recruiting update. We're going to totally switch gears and get back to football when we come back. We're going to take our first break now. Don't go anywhere. Get those texts into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome 
Welcome back. Kentucky Wolf Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob on your Thursday morning. Appreciate everybody being here and listening along. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show 9 to 11. And you can listen to Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Leave a rating review. You know the drill. You know the routine. All right, intern Jacob. So you said you liked road trip. Tell me tell me some of your favorite parts, questions, concerns, comments. What do you got? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can say some of my favorite parts on air, but um... – you can always church them up. You know, you, you're a smart enough person to figure out what you can and can't say. I I thought the Barry dude was absolutely hilarious. Like, Oh, the, is that your the, first time um, encountering Tom Green, too? Yeah, I did not know who that guy was. <laughs> he was, like, really popular, weirdly really popular when we were kids, in turn, Jacob. Like, when mm-hmm. Rouch and I were, like, between, I don't know, 6 to probably 12, he was really, really hot in the streets then for whatever reason, because I never really thought he was like a, a funny comedian, but he played that character pretty well. He he had the number one song on TRL and it was called My Bum is on the Gum. <laughs> and it's it's it, yeah, it's all about his bum being. On, yeah, like on literally he just went around being like, my bum is on the bum, my bum is on the bum. And it got to be the number one song. Do you even know what TL, TRL was? That's what I was getting ready to say. No, Y'all, he, he has no, no idea what that, that is. is. So we'd get home from school, intern Jacob, and you turn on the TV and there'd be a music show on, and they just count down, what, the top 10 songs? Was it 10? Yeah, it was 10. It was 10. But what made it so popular is that they would be in Times Square and there would be, like, they had a window to look out to the side, and there was just, like, girls fawning over boy bands. And they'd have a live studio audience as they were just counting down the top ten songs. And oh they'd my like, bring, God, can you believe they didn't think it's going to be here? Ah! And they'd bring in gas and people would go crazy and somebody would usually perform or something like that. But, yeah, it was just like a music TV show. And they play the videos of the music songs and stuff like that. Different time, intern Jacob. I guess, I guess you had to be there. But, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> the way that he, like, fantasized the snake was so funny to me like what he was doing with the mouse <laughs> he had it in his mouth and that and beth walked in and she was just like what is happening <laughs> yeah that's a good movie uh the good old austin massachusetts yeah it's like mm, yeah, but, yeah austin, boston, boston university in massachusetts and he's like yeah that's what i said she comes back and she's like you lied to me it's like, no, I didn't. I said Austin, Texas. You remind me uh, a little bit of Kyle in the movie. That's, <laughs> I'm taking offense to that there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good. Good on you for watching some old movies based on just a couple goobers' recommendations. So good on you. Keep us updated with the next. What's the next one that you're thinking about getting to? The next one I'm going with is Borat. Yeah, okay. It's funny. You'll it's, like it. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. We can we we could do better though, but yeah, you'll like it. That's the last one on the list. That's the last one on the list. I no, we'll, we'll we'll add we'll, we'll oh, come up. Oh, there's with more one. on the list. I've already knocked like, them all out. I feel like I feel like we did give you more. Did but... you watch Office Space yet, Jacob? 
You didn't put that one on there. That's, I watched that's Mean Girls. Add it on there. Heavyweights and Road Trip. You have to watch Office Space too. Okay. Yeah, I can think of more too. But oh, you did, you haven't watched Major Pain yet, have you? Oh no, I haven't. Yeah, you got to get Major Pain. Yeah, on. that's another good one. It's a really funny one. If you haven't watched Major Pain, this goes not for just intern Jacob. Everybody, if you we, you've heard me say it on this show. But if you haven't watched Major Pain in the last like ten or fifteen years, do yourself a favor, give it a rewatch. It's a it's a it's a classic. Okay, Roush. Mark Stoops spoke with the media yesterday. I listened to it. Uh, nothing really earth shattering, which I'm not surprised that's the case. You'll never believe this, but he did not spill the beans with Chris Rodriguez. Really yeah, I didn't really I didn't like his wording. I don't blame him for doing it, but something along the lines of like, yeah, we're still we're still settling through that or or we're taking... monitoring the situation. Yeah. Like what? You know. He's monitoring the situation. What situ- what do you are get more specifics, Mr. Shoop? <laughs> what are you monitoring? What are the specifics? What's the situation? Tell me. And to which he would reply, what's well, the situation we're monitoring? <laughs> yeah, but like, what is being monitored? If we went to your monitor, what would we see besides the situation? What, describe the situation on the, that is being monitored for me. There you go. He can't wiggle out of that one. Oh, well, we didn't think he was going to spill the beans, right? We said that yesterday. Right, right, right. Isn't the whole Chris Rodriguez thing over? Like the oh. legalities of it? Well, well, no. At least one of them. We don't know about the other thing. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. are you talking about the DUI thing? The yeah, DUI thought, thing's over with. Okay. That's, that's, the dust is settled on that. That's closed. The mystery thing, we don't even know what it is, let alone if it's settled. I guess it's a situation they're monitoring. I don't know, Justin. We don't. Nobody knows. Uh, yeah, I, and, I, and I, even I, if people think that they act like... I have not talked to I've talked to all of the people and none of the people who even act like they kind of know what's going on will even will say what's going on. Yeah, I had forgotten about the second thing as well. So, yeah, I I I was just surprised that we hadn't heard anything yet because I just would remember the DUI thing, but yeah, it's the other thing that's been the big mystery, the big hiccup. If it was just the DUI, then you're probably looking at we we when it happened one game suspension, any suspension at all, you know, it happened seven months, six months before the season. Certainly there could be, they could be worked out eternally in house sort of stuff before you have to go to game times. But then the other thing happened. Do, do, do. What's the other thing? We don't know. Nobody knows. Regulating wildly. We're guessing we, uh, whatever, but that is the thing that has been the more ominous cloud hanging over Rodriguez and it, it started with, yeah, this other thing. He, it, he may just be done. That may be it. We may never see him anymore. Then we've heard like six game suspension. Then UK reached out to some other running backs, eventually got a commitment from another running back. So then you said don't read into that, but then you, yeah, then started, read into it. Of course, we're going to read into it. Then of course we started hearing like four game suspension talk for Chris Rodriguez and it's wiggled its way down to where, if you listen to quote-unquote experts, they're hearing one to two games potentially. But I, I mostly agree with Roush where I don't know if anybody really knows for sure. No, nobody knows. It's just a crapshoot. Really is a, a crapshoot at this point. So 
I, I'm not going to spend too much time lingering over it because Stoops is going to to let it sit. He's going to let it be out there until it's game week. I don't anticipate anything changing until uh, the calendar turns to, to to the month of September. That's kind of where we're at right now, sadly. Do you think that he would – like, we'll know if he's scrimmaging once fall camp starts, right? He, it, yeah, but, I mean – scrimmaging he probably would do what he would do regardless and that's like right. take two handoffs and not play anymore because he's the senior and he doesn't need to scrimmage sort of deal that's true but he in you know he, he's been in every part of summer workouts um that's the thing that also makes this a little perplexing is because you're just like well he's doing everything as business as usual so i i don't know it's speaking it's, of it's, it's a- as or sorry, go ahead. I was just say it's confounding. I don't. I don't really know what else. <laughs> what more there is to it. Speaking of business as usual, did you see businessman Mark Stoops just put Max Duffy into the ground? Oh no, I did not see that. It was bad. Just keep Max Duffy in your thoughts and prayers. Oh, he, poor Max. He, he tweeted and said, "If I can look this good when I'm 85, I'll be a happy man." And it was a picture of Stoops in his suit at media days, looking sharp. I mean, Stoops does look good in that picture. And Mark Stoops quote tweeted and said, "Well, aren't you already 40 years old and you still don't look as good as me?" <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Poor Max. He's never taken a a, he's never taken a hit like that. Put him in a coffin. Yeah, punters aren't used to getting hit like that either. That would have been a good quote tweet. Man, that's good. That's good stuff. Uh, all right. So he, he spoke on other stuff yesterday. I I think most people may gravitate to some of his nil comments, but you were on the scene, boots on the ground. Roush, what do you think was the most intriguing, informing, interesting part of Mark Stoops? press conference yesterday i will say from the big room the the most surprising thing was that in his prepared comments that he actually did go on and on about the changing in the college landscape which is very unlike mark stoops but he's pretty comfortable now at kentucky he's in year 10 and instead of just being the new guy at kentucky he's now one of the most tenured coaches in the southeastern conference and he also used that the the changing landscape to say well, things are changing everywhere else. There's stability at Kentucky. Um, and th- th- that it's so weird to actually say out loud because it's true. <laughs> you know, Kentucky is actually, even though we may gripe about um, uh, different kinds of, like, we can nitpick the hell out of Mitch Barnhart um, uh, over certain issues. We can get mad. There's, there's a lot of stuff what we can nitpick. We can, we will, we can, and we have to. But the stability at Kentucky is pretty. I mean, we've been doing this radio show, what, almost four years now? And we haven't had a coaching search really in any regards other than an offense coordinator. Yeah, I mean, real shame that's the case in baseball, but you're right. It should have been one in baseball. So <laughs> the, the stability at Kentucky, it's noteworthy, especially when you're trying to do things that have never been done before here. Um, and that was the other big thing. And it wasn't really news to me, but it, it was news on this stage where they're in Atlanta and they're telling everybody, you know, we want to end the season in Atlanta. They're like, every time we break down a huddle, it's in Atlanta. Like everything we do is with that goal in mind. And DeAndre Square said, if you don't think we're going to play in the SEC championship game, don't even 
Don't even show up to practice. Like, I don't even want to see you. Good. I don't want to see him either. That's the mindset you got to have, though. Yeah. I mean, in as much as, you know, it's one thing to to poke at Vanderbilt for talking about being the, the best team in the country. But when you're Kentucky, it, you, 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 that goal has been within reach multiple times. Now it's time to... Now it's time to go and, and close the deal. That's that's Kentucky's goal. That is Kentucky's goal. Yeah, I like hearing it. You gotta you gotta shoot high, and it's a lofty goal. But that's the next thing for the program to to do. While having these New Year Day bowls, uh, you, you can make a case maybe New Year Six. You probably New Year Six or win the SEC East or the next things UK needs to cross off their list. But they've played in some big bowl games. They've gotten wins in those bowl games. They've beaten pretty much every program in the SEC minus Alabama and Georgia, I guess technically A&M, but they've only gotten really one crack at that. But they've had success against a lot of programs already. You just got to keep moving forward. And Unfortunately, that success that has gotten all of us very excited nationally doesn't really move the needle for UK. The perception's still the same. We've talked about that this week. Uh, UK's picked to finish fifth in the East by some media members. Just ridiculous takes, which shouldn't get us all too worked up, but still funny to see when it happens. The next thing you do to change the public perception is you do something that nobody thinks you're going to do, and that would be winning the East. And Hopefully they're able to do it. I like the mindset of the team. It needs to be the goal. You get Georgia at home this year. That's although I, I looked at Georgia's schedule, pretty easy. Unless maybe they slip up at Missouri. I think they play Mississippi or Mississippi State. One of the Mississippi schools on the road. Maybe they could. I think it's Mississippi State on the road. Maybe they could slip up in that one. But pretty easy schedule. That being it's weird, said, how that always works out too. With there is Georgia? no shot they slip up at Missouri. No shot. Whoa. Wow. Missouri's a trap game. Nobody, no school gets up for that game. It's like a, it's some teams really embrace playing on the road and like crazy hostile atmospheres, but that one's not usually crazy or hostile. It's kind of just like sleepy. Uh, it's easy to not have your best stuff when playing against old Mizzou. But Kentucky's got to control their own destiny. It doesn't matter about Georgia. It matters about UK. Go win uh, go, go win on the road at Florida. You may have a more talented team than they do this year. Go take advantage of that. Ole Miss has more question marks than maybe any team in the SEC. Win that game on the road. Then take care of business in your home games. Taking care Ten of business. wins, nine wins, not totally out of the realm of possibility. And if you get those, then you are knocking on the door for the East. And, Roush, we know that's this team's mission. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And um, uh, there, there was, like, I don't want to say flowery, but uh, oh, we, we didn't get the Will Levis hot takes when he actually got to Atlanta. Um, those kind of died down, surprisingly. Um, but you did get some effusive praise from Mark Stoops. It was just like, man, I mean, you just watch this guy throw it, and sometimes you're just like, wow. <laughs> um, see that ball cut through the wind? It's impressive. And I, I think right during talking season, sometimes we, we can't see the forest through the trees sometimes. Um, so, you know, good to, good to finally get just 
unadulterated talk uh, with these guys about actual football stuff and not not side stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, e- even though Feinbaum, I don't know what it is about that dude. He just like refuses to talk about anything other than nil. And the other day he had like journalism hour where he just invited a bunch of old guys on who work for newspapers to bitch and moan about people who wear logos in the press box. Like it was it was very bizarre, very bizarre. Like team logos. Yeah, like uh, fanboy media, that that sort of thing, that sort of thing. I mean, do you get a lot of media that are wearing, like, UK shirts in the UK press box? Very rarely. Yeah, you may get, like, one who doesn't really know better. It's generally, that's what's that kid, usually. That's one thing that kind of, like, (laughs) ticked me off about media is that, like, they'd rather just whine and cry and do all that stuff than just go up to the person and be like, hey, maybe you do know, maybe you don't know. But a lot of times in the press box, people don't wear the team's logos doesn't bother me none if you want to do it just wanted to give you a friendly heads up i remember my first time in the press box at indiana i i cheered loud when they scored a touchdown in football and i got ridiculed so hard (laughs) (laughs) i did not know you couldn't cheer in the press box yeah you gotta you gotta figure that stuff out but that's uh that's funny and indiana hasn't scored a touchdown since actually that's exactly right why can't you wear the logos? I'm confused. You're not supposed to be a fan. You're supposed to be unbiased media. You're there uh, to do a job. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense, I guess. You're working. You're not there cheering. If you're there cheering, you get in the stands. If you're not there cheering, if you're there working, you can be in the work area, which is the press box. That makes it's, sense. It's silly. I mean, and it is funny because I, I've been in press boxes, Roush, where there's like people haven't been able to help themselves. And you'll hear stories about that in big games where, uh, especially on the road from time to time, where you'll hear like some visiting fan media get a little excited over a big play or something like that. It does happen. But yeah, whenever it does happen, you'll usually hear a sigh or a groan from the grumpiest curmudgeons. And even the biggest of Jays who are, they pride themselves on being unbiased media. When you're covering a team, you want them to do well because your job is more fun covering a good team. Because it's, it's, everything is cooler if your team is really good. Yes, so, somebody that covered two back-to-back two and ten seasons, I can confirm. Not as fun. Not as fun covering. Might be able to get out of there a little bit quicker. That's true. You're right. And less... Uh, less eyeballs on your stories, which isn't a good thing for somebody that wants to grow their business, but as somebody that was learning how to write, it was great. Like people didn't, <laughs> you know, people didn't get too oh, mad about it. Right, uh, same, same's true in radio too, though, guys. I mean, Kentucky roll call ever since that, what was it? Nine and 16 season in basketball. Been way more fun for me. Cause Kentucky's yeah. been good. Uh, Kentucky roll call hasn't seen a, a, a good March run. Somebody who may be calling us the Jinxie Cats. We've had just wildly fun football seasons. And you're right, last year's regular season in basketball and the shows after the UNC and Kansas games, those were real hoots. But we haven't had just like a rocking and rolling March. But that's what 2023 is for, everybody. And we're going to be doing KRCs down before the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight games near the Yum Center. And we'll be just going bonkers, folks. And we'll have a great time. So the KRC tournament payoff is coming. We haven't had it yet. But you're right. Doing radio with – all I will say, doing radio with coaching searches is like a gold mine of content. It's true. And we haven't had that at all. 
But yeah, but wouldn't you wouldn't you rather Kentucky athletics be in the position they're in now than have to deal with the coaching search just for a little little content? Yes, absolutely. Of course. I'm just saying that's not like even if a team is bad, there can be a positive content payout to that with a coaching search. But you're right. Like you'd much rather just be steady and good as you go than although even that nine and sixteen season, like we had a ton of listeners. People just wanted to vent and they wanted to cry and they wanted to moan. And uh, even bad can be good. What you can't have is bad for a long time. But even bad for a long time, like U of L, it has led to coaching searches in both sports. Let's see if we had done radio. If this was a U of L show, Roush, we would have had two U of L basketball coaching searches and one football one. Right when we started. Mm-hmm. So three in between the big sports. That's crazy. And um, prepping, prepping for another football one. So it can go either way with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, the bad news, if you if you'll also notice it on like the Thorns text line, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Bad news gets people talking a little bit more. It just does. Um, that's just that's the nature of the game. It's a fun little little bump there for a little bit to kind of get it out. Um, but long term, bad news drives people away. Intern Jacob, before you did this, what UK? content would would you consume would you go to some websites would you listen to any podcasts or radio shows you can say ksr we won't we won't get after you yeah i mean i'd probably listen to ksr probably once a month but i'd go on the website every day in class okay so you'd get uh, let me ask you this as a uk fan who has seen good and bad seasons do you find yourself not wanting to consume more UK content when UK is not good? Oh God, I don't want nothing to do with it. It just makes me angry. Okay. So I think that, I think that's the normal fan outlook too. I'll it, still do it though. Like I'll still you'll get the most passionate fans that'll be loud and vocal and they'll still, I, mean, I shouldn't say most passionate, but you'll get a, a group where it's like the bad stuff makes them more vocal. But I do think the majority it's better when business is booming and everything's rocking and rolling, just like it will be for the Cats in football and basketball this year. Mm, business is booming, too, let me tell you. Hour one, done. Hour two coming up next. Roush closed down the bar last night. We may get some more SEC media stories in hour number two. And we haven't even touched the Thornton's text line, so we'll do that as well. When we return, you're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Brown, and Jacob. We'll be back after it really turns her on She's always staring at me While I'm chugging along She likes the way it's pulling while we're tilling up the land She's even kind of crazy about my farmer's tan She's the only one who really understands what gets me She thinks my tractor's sexy over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Happy Thursday to you. Roll Call. Fun first hour, and hope that you're excited for hour number two. 
Dang it, I did the roll call thing and didn't unmute my mic. God. <laughs> Second well, time hey, I had to do it today. That's why we got Scoots here, though, you know? Way to go, Scoots. Thanks. <laughs> All around, good effort. Break uh, Scoots in case of emergency. <laughs> go, no, don't go breaking Scoots. We need him fully healed. We don't need him to go on another three-week golf injury IR because he had to walk up a hill. People forget, intern Jacob, that did happen. He had to walk up a hill, and it, he made his leg sore for three weeks. Oh, man. Tough sudden. More like three hours. <laughs> Good point. Intern Jacob, you there? Looks like he's there. Ooh. Yeah, but his lack of talking would seem to suggest he's not there. Wouldn't That's you? true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would agree. I mean, he's there. But he's, so the lights are on, but I don't think anybody's home. Nobody's home. No, well, nobody's nobody been there, home. done that. Yeah, and he left, and then now he's gonna come back. He's gonna make that stupid noise again. <laughs> oh, there we go. Stupid noise. Oh, now he's got his camera on. We don't need to see well, that intern, okay. Jacob. Yeah. As I told you guys, my Wi-Fi is beyond horrible. But um, before we start this hour, I got probably the worst news of the summer so far. <laughs> okay, the, let's see that. Let's hear it. I can't buy the student basketball tickets. Because I won't technically be a student. Oh, so you are a dingus for graduating early. What's new? How? But you're. That's not where I wanted this to go. I wanted some. Are you taking? Any fall, you, are you taking? You're taking zero fall classes. What? No, I'm taking. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Classes. So you will 100% be a student. That makes no sense at all. Well, it's because he won't be in the spring semester when the majority of the games are. So he can Who only get yeah. student tickets for when he's actually a student. When Just back tell me in, what the dude said. Yeah, well, you tell the dude that he's wrong. And first off, did you bring that up to him? That like, how, does, how do they know if you're taking classes or not in the spring semester? Unless you told them that you're not. Ooh, no, they, they know. No, no, they don't. They really don't. No. How would they know if you're taking classes in spring semester or not? Yeah, you can also just lie to them and be like, "Yes, I'm going to take more. I'm going to start my master's. I just haven't applied for it yet." You can you can lie to them and get away. You can yeah. totally lie to them. Yeah. Sounds like you were the one who probably went to them. You were like, "I'm not going to be here in the spring. Am I still allowed to get basketball tickets? Is that right? Did you do that? No, I didn't do that. Then how do they know that you're not taking spring? Has, you got to do you paint the picture for me. Especially if you haven't applied, just, like you could do, you don't apply to graduate until like a month before graduation. Yeah, and you don't I register called, for classes for the next semester until like November. Applied for graduation. You already applied for graduation. Yeah. What a nerd. Yeah, but even if you applied for graduation, you could, you can, you can be graduating and still be taking classes the following year for a different program, a different degree, your masters, like Ralph said. <laughs> Yeah, you just got to lie to him. I I called him and I was like, "When no. when you graduate, does your Ticketmaster account get deactivated?" And they were like, "Yes." Yeah, right. So then I couldn't go in and claim the tickets. So therefore, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, there's no way that's true. I totally agree. They they have a tough time keeping up with just like their basic in-house stuff. I doubt they have a program that's like, all right, officially he's got his diploma deactivate. <laughs> Intern Jacob, just go through the process just like normal. I bet you'll be a okay. I'm. I don't know. I'm. Hes I'm hesitant on that. Oh, are you worried that you're gonna have to eat fifty dollars? <laughs> Hundred or two twenty-five this year, actually. 
Okay, well, you might have to eat half of it. You'll still be able to go to half the home games. Before December? Yeah, that's about... No, I mean, it, they're not going to deactivate it in the middle of December. And you I don't think... First two months of the season. Yeah. you Once you pay, I think you have a right to those tickets. Um, whether you're current... Like, what happens if somebody just in February dropped out of school for personal reasons? Boom, no more tickets for them? I don't know. See, this yeah. is this is the kind of thing I need to know because I'm... Well, back when in the good old days, I had graduated and they had just updated the student ID for the first time in about mm. 10 years. And I've told this story on KRC before, but I went and got a new picture. And since I was still currently a student, like I need I had to have a student ID because I was still a student. Um, I had, again, technically graduated, but the summer class was not all the way or the summer semester was not over. And. They gave me a new ID, and that thing was going to work for the longest time getting me into games because all you had to do is just have a student ID to get student tickets. You mm-hmm. didn't have to, like, do registered courses or anything like that. And within the week, no joke, uh, or no, like a, a year later, my dog had eaten the student ID. So no student tickets for me. Not that it would have probably – I just wanted it to save money more than anything else for, for tickets and whatnot. Um I will say though, Jacob, um, you're complaining though. It has made me just feel good as an old man because we didn't have season tickets. Like you just couldn't do that back in the day. So you got it made in the shade, buddy. You got it made in the shade. Wait, what? You all didn't have student tickets? No, you had to show up and wait in line. You could get you could get three tickets at a time, but you would have to wait on like a Monday night for like four hours to get your tickets. It was, oh, that's miserable! To get tickets to the Anthony Davis North Carolina game, I I, I got there at like seven, and then by eleven thirty, I was able to walk out with tickets. So it was a little bit more difficult back in the day to be able to watch the Cates. And Justin, back this was like you know when Calipari era was still new, everything was hot, fresh, fun. You'd leave the student lottery at Memorial Coliseum, and there'd be grown adult, like 40-year-old-plus men scalping student tickets. And you'd be like – and the ga- and again, the games weren't for weeks. And you, I talked to one scalper, and I was like, you know these are student tickets. I'm sure you know that. You're watching thousands of students file out of an arena. And he would just be trying to pick it from students that didn't really care. You know, offer 20 bucks, spear money. Here, give me that UK UNC ticket. He told me, he, he kind of showed me, he didn't show me the process, but he showed me the finished product. He had some sort of die that would take off the student part of the ticket. Hmm. And I was like, but it's still scan when it scans, it pops up student. He was like, no, they just tell you that. And I don't know if he was being honest or not. I was like, so you take these tickets you are able to get where the student isn't on the ticket anymore. And then you just sell them to the public. And he was like, Oh yeah. Like I'll sell this one for 250 bucks. And I was like, what? I was like, I just don't believe I I, I didn't believe him, but uh, sure enough, like after that year rush, there weren't scalpers outside of Memorial Coliseum. And they did change up the, the, the student lottery process where you didn't have, some people would wait, Jacob in Memorial Coliseum for four hours or five hours and leave without any tickets. Like you just didn't get tickets. Your number wasn't called. They ran out. Sorry, better luck next year. And then what they decided to do the follow after like six years of that and realizing how dumb it was, they changed it up where you'd apply online and then they'd say, Hey, you, 
you you're going to get tickets. Your you, your number got drawn. You're one of the lucky ones. You get tickets. Go to Memorial. You may have to wait for a couple hours at Memorial, but at least you know you will be getting tickets when you leave. So that made it a little bit better. But yeah, it was a Mickey Mouse operation across the board. Hmm. Well, I'm not really worried about getting in. I know they they don't check the IDs. I mean, they check them, but I'm more worried about claiming the ticket because all the tickets are online now. And if they actually do deactivate my Ticketmaster account, then I'd be kind of tough out of luck there. Don't, Jacob, don't don't buy into that. There's there could be no truth to that. And I, even, I'm just not buying that. And even if they did, you'll get games in November and December. And worst case, yeah, you're out like 150 bucks after taking in the consideration of the November and the December games. The it's it's 100 worth the risk. And I agree with Roush and Justin that you're going to be fine, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I think I still have my Ticketmaster account from when I was a student. So, yeah, you're good. All right. Well, I'm starting a GoFundMe page on the KRC roll. Oh, no, no, no. We're not doing that. We're not. No, we're not. We're not doing that. My favorite favorite GoFundMe's are the people who just, like, start a GoFundMe to travel. It's like, who who are you? We did a GoFundMe to get started in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's different. If Indiana, if Indiana ever makes it to the championship in basketball, can we do the same for me? No, no. It's not as expensive. And tickets will be super cheap for that. Anyway. <laughs> who's who's going to go? Yeah, nobody's going to go. Hilarious. That's okay. Hey, uh, Roush, I want to hear your thoughts about Dane Key, a starter. <gasps> that That's the funny part is that was like the biggest news yesterday, but it was really just confirmation of kind of what, we already knew, right? I mean, I mean, not totally. We heard rave reviews, but to get your quarterback hyping you up like that, I thought was a pretty cool thing. Like that's that that I bet meant a lot to Dane. Well, and into his point too, there's not many true freshmen that get that sort of opportunity, um, and so to 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 be in this position uh, is rare because he does have a rare talent and he's got a good head on his shoulders. So. He's come in and made the most out of his early spring semester. Uh, he did. Will did talk a little bit more about guys like Barry and Brown too, who have arrived this summer. And um, you know, Stoops was like, "Yeah, we we're actually just talking about him on the plane on the way down here." Uh, really, this summer is just all about seeing, getting Will as many reps with those young guys as possible, um, just to to develop that comfortability. Um, to to get them in the groove, so to speak, uh, because there's there's no doubt they have that bona fide talent. Uh, it's it's just getting them comfortable within the system. Stoops actually joked he's worried that Jordan Anthony might be too fast because uh, he might lose him to the Olympics. So uh, that 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 was a nice little line because he'll he'll probably end up arriving to fall camp a little late because of the World Championships in Colombia, which. Real, real rough when you're 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 one of your receivers shows up late because he's at a world championship track meet. I don't think I can ever remember a UK roster that I think is debatably Roush. This UK receiving room maybe the most talent ever for a UK wide receiver room, yet the least production ever. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, at least um, production in a UK jersey for sure. Right, right. There's, there's just so much inexperience there, but there is so much talent. Um, 
even a guy like Chris Lewis, who didn't, I, I, he might, he, I know he stayed under his four games last year, but expectations are high for him as well. I mean, it's just, and that's of all the the radio hits and stuff I've done while I'm down here. The biggest, the biggest question mark I think that we gloss over as Kentucky fans. I can, you know, I, I can rationalize losing Wandell Robinson because you look around and just there, there's there's bona fide talent, there's speed, there's athleticism in that wide receiver room that you you should be fine. But the one thing we do kind of gloss over is Liam Cohen was awesome and he was a badass. That 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 thing got that ship got straightened out really quickly. Rich Gangarello, he's he's not Liam Cohen. I I He's got NFL experience. He's a quarterback's coach. But what what are we going to get? That That's probably something we don't talk about as much as we should um, because the, there, there's a lot of uncertainty. So, like, where do we go with that? But, it, it, it like, what if, what if he stinks? Like, that, 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 that scenario is one we don't think about that much as Kentucky fans. I hope that he doesn't. Just right, and, and that's kind of why we don't talk about it because the uncertainty around it, there, it there's not a lot of uh, length to that conversation, you know. No. It, yeah, <laughs> but but that is a reality of hey, even if this offense is better, you know, this could just be a swing and a miss. Like we 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 just we're as a play caller, he could just be bad, and Kentucky might uh, e- even with the the keys to a shiny new car, he could wreck it. That that that's certainly a, a potential outcome this fall. I, I, we don't have to do it right now. We still haven't even gotten into the Thornton's text line just yet. But I do kind of – I wonder what the worst-case scenario for the offensive coordinator would be because I think at some point the worst-case scenario, Roush, would involve Stoop saying like, uh, okay, I, you know, I'm no offensive mastermind, but I've done this long enough to kind of know what works. I'll, I'll start I'll – start, we're going to start being a little bit more conservative and we're going to just start doing what I, what I know will work. Um, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like if Stoops takes over more role in the offense, I think people go back to some of the, his earlier days and some of his earlier seasons at Kentucky where he was more hands-on in the offense and people didn't always love the results, but it is worth discussing what the worst case scenario for UK's offense with Scandrello would be and what the outcome of that looks like. Um, it, and I would think that it would just, I would think that it would just be more running the football. I, I, that's the part I don't know. Because people, yeah. Because if you, if you, um, it, it was pretty funny because that was part of my conversation with SEC Mike. Is somebody ranks Gangarello as the number thirteen offensive coordinator in the SEC, and it's like, dude had one year, and it was with a defensive head coach who basically took over the reins halfway through the season. It was like, nope, not giving you any more rope. So it's it's. We don't we don't know his body of work like it, like what it could be. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think the worst case scenario is just Kentucky is just trying to do that outside zone to death, but Chris Rodriguez sucks at doing it, and you have you get yourself in too many third and long situations for Will Levis because outside zone is effective as it is. It is a little bit more boomer bust than just getting the three yards in a cloud of dust. We saw with Liam Cohen when it wasn't working, he just went back to the inside and they just kept running it down people's throats. So maybe maybe, maybe that's the worst case is you get a little smart man syndrome, uh, smartest guy in the room kind of deal where 
He just is, is stubborn about running this outside zone, even if it's not working. But I, I, I that's that's the most realistic scenario I can see playing out. And that's the interesting part, though, when talking about like, all right, this OC just it was a swing and a miss. He's maybe not cut out for this worst case scenario for the offense. It probably starts with the offensive line being somewhat disappointing enough where Scandrello can't get, you know, there's not enough time to do the things maybe he wants to do. Or it's just the offensive line wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be. And that's where the crack in the foundation is. And then you start to see the results after that. And and in that situation, the interesting part is, okay, would that mean that your old old tried-and-true running attack isn't as reliable? Old reliable isn't so reliable, if that's the case. Mm -hmm, And that's one interesting doomsday scenario that I would like somebody that's smarter than me regarding football to explain how that would probably look, where it's like, all right, hey, the season can still be salvaged. Or it doesn't have to be, you know, like a four and eight season or five and seven season or hell, even a six and six season, which it's nice where that's kind of getting close to like the quote unquote basement for Kentucky. But like the season can still be salvaged. We got to figure out this offense. But if it doesn't, if the if the if the offensive line isn't what we think it should be. Mm hmm then I don't know where you go from that. Just let Will, you know, Will Levis, you get in a Lamar Jackson role, not in the sense that he's anywhere near as athletic as a Lamar Jackson, but like, hey, your offensive line stunk. You just got to go do stuff on your own. Run for your life. Yeah, Yeah, run for your life and then, you know, create some schoolyard BS and find a receiver down open if you can or take off and run. That's my guess of what it'd probably look like if the offensive line really is uh, underperforming. But – it's worth bringing up. You got to. Th- we we always want to talk about all the dream scenarios and how fun it could be, but yeah. it's worth bringing up some of the worst case things as well, just in case. Not good news for radio. Good news for Kentucky fans. Rumor has it Will Levis actually just ran for another touchdown against Louisville. Oh, I, I love it, Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. suck at cards. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the Storms text line. Eh, should we take a break and then just have a long final segment? Works for me. You yeah, getting out of here fine. early again today, Roush? Um, I'll be all right today. We we can do the wow. <laughs> He's not gonna get roasted on Who, the deck line. Who's the yeah, that's what it is. Who's the who's the morning? Who's today? Um, I think it's Deputy Dingus, Josh Heupel. <laughs> or Brian Harson. One of the two. Uh Brian Harson will just talk for like thirty minutes so he doesn't have to answer questions. He's the worst. I also talked to a lot of Auburn people last night and basically was just like you people are I, I don't know how you all do it. That's insane land down there. I do want more SEC media stories if you have any when we return. Oh, I got them. I got them. A long final segment. We'll definitely start with some uh, with some stories when we return. We'll get to the text line as well. KRC, one final segment to go on your Thursday after this. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
Welcome back. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. FM 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob. Intern Jacob informed us he is heading to the Lone Star State starting tomorrow, heading down to old Florida. Going to spend some time on the beach. Oh, Florida day. Oh, yeah, baby. Florida. He is taking his Shady Rays with him, too. And if you're going to be out in the sun, you need some protection. Nothing better than Shady Rays sunglasses. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code BIGX for 25% off your total order. And remember, Shady Rays, you're not just buying one pair of sunglasses. You're getting the guarantee of a replacement pair. You can't beat that from Shady Rays. Kentuckian started a a company. It took off. It's huge. And it's because they make good sunglasses, quality sunglasses for an affordable price. They back it with a replacement pair, promise. And you also get 30 days to try sunglasses. If you don't like them, you send them back, you get your money back. Wow. No harm, no foul. And each sunglass you pair, you're going to be. to bring my Shady Rays down down to Florida with me. Yeah, you're going to have a good time in those Shady Rays, no doubt about it. And every pair that you buy, you're helping feed hungry folks in America. So you are doing a good thing when you buy some Shady Rays. We love them. You will too. ShadyRays.com. Do not forget that promo code, Big X, for 25% off. What what part of Florida are you going to? We are going to Panama City. Ooh. But you know what? I am kind of nervous about my Shady Rays, though. It's going to be tough to keep all the single moms off me. Okay, Justin. <laughs> no kidding. I can't have somebody competing for the same women as me. I'm going to take up. I, I think if an older, mature woman started flirting with you, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. You really wouldn't. There's no way. <laughs> You'd be surprised. It sounds like you told on yourself regarding UK basketball tickets. Maybe I shouldn't get these for second semester since I'll no longer be a student at the university, right? And they were like, kid, we don't care. Yeah, whatever. It's a but reasonable good. question to ask. You should go after some cougars down there. Shady Ray's perfect. You know, you can kind of, nobody knows where the eyes are looking, intern Jacob. Nobody. It's like the, uh, it's like the stink on a stink bait, the cougar, the uh, Shady Rays, it's cougar bait. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, we'll run it by Shady Rays, see if they want to add that to their <laughs> promotional efforts. <laughs> I like You're thinking, though, and I like that. Uh, Roush probably didn't have a Shady Rays on inside the bar, at least hopefully not, but it wouldn't no, be probably no. the most dorky thing he's ever done. There was but... a guy that had his on, though, in the bar. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of night it was. Scoots was like, so was it a boy bartender or a girl? And it's like there was like five working. It was it was crazy. Um, and the one lady though, she did. Um, I did get upset because she would only take two drink tickets, and I had four. So not I had to go to the other bar to use those, and then come back to the party. Um, but it was funny because actually before that started, the 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 Chick Fil A Peach Bowl folks were the ones who sponsored the kind of uh, dinner and happy hour sort of deal. And so they on every TV in this bar, they had old Peach Bowl games on. Well, one of the old Peach Bowl games was uh, Johnny Football versus Duke, which I, I don't know how well you all remember that game. I remember. I watched it at Gerstle's. Yeah. I, I wa- it was New Year's Eve. I was at Two Keys, actually. Funny. We were talking about Two Keys yesterday. 
And um, we were supposed to go to another bar later. I was like, no, we're staying here and we're watching this game. This is awesome. Um, the, the, the part that was kind of awkward is David Cutcliffe is no longer the Duke coach. He's like special assistant to the regional manager for the SEC. And he, he was walking around like gladheading people while him his meltdown in the Peach Bowl was broadcasted on to, to the entire audience. That's kind of a funny thing going on. You could just be like, hey, so what were you thinking on this play here, buddy? <laughs> yeah. What was the thought process here? Uh, that's pretty That's a pretty good time, though. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. What, what were you sipping on? I started on the uh, – they, they had the high noons. I had a couple of those, uh, the peach flavor, and then just went to, uh, went to beers, uh, mostly uh, Coors Light draft. But I did, I did mix in at least a uh, whiskey. No. Or a uh, bourbon, I should way say. To, way to waste your tickets, Roush. Okay, so Roush is not going to get the third degree for drinking a seltzer, but I am. I don't agree with his drink choice of a seltzer there, but it sounds like it was free. Yeah, they were they were free, and I had like three of them. You know, it was just something different. You don't complain about free drinks, Jacob. Well, yeah, but you got your choice of free drink. Yeah, I started with the self, the 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 high noon because I've I've been drinking almost all beer this week, and I was like, oh, here's something different. So I had a couple. I, mean, I didn't spend all day drinking them. What was the the one you said you drink all day? I never said I could drink a seltzer all day. I never said that. You said yeah, you, you were talking about slamming fifteen hours straight. Yeah, natty no. lemonade, pink lemonade. That um, was me, guys. That was me. Oh, oh, oh we're <laughs> getting our dinguses mixed up. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, then I you talked about how you were. Flavor, I'll switch it up and take a seltzer every once in a while. And I yeah. got and I got the sorority girl played on me by you, TJ. So that wasn't you that was hooking up with the married girl at Walmart, Jacob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. And okay. the getting the Jays all all mixed up here. One year ago today, Nick Roush, Texas and Oklahoma. The news broke. They were heading to the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, and it happened on the Wednesday and media days. Funny thing how calendars work. Um, they move up a day. But that's what made yesterday. There was a lot of reminiscing because Sankey mentioned it off the top. But um, college football landscape changed quite a bit since then. Quite a bit. Yep, and did you see uh, John Swafford's quote? Oh, the- my God. What a loser. Holy crap. Oh, the biggest dork of all dorks. We want this to be a healthy community. We don't want this to be a gated one. And it's like, dude, that's just because you're on the outside of the gate looking in, buddy. Man, it was really embarrassing. Something along the lines of, when it comes to the ACC, we're championships and everything. We're top tier and everything uh, except for revenue. Um, he like actually added that. He added the except revenue. <laughs> you know, there is no show... <laughs> listen to more in the country or better in the country than KRC if you ignore the ratings. Man, what a clown. And then he also had a really embarrassing quote about Notre Dame that came off as just like a friend zone boyfriend. Like, whenever they're ready to make a decision, we'll be here waiting for them. But we respect their independence. It was very funny to uh, to see some of the other quotes, too. Because the ACC, it's almost like they told all of them, like, all right, if we want it to be relevant, we have to make this more like wrestling. So please talk all as, as much smack as you possibly can. And uh, 
you know, Mike Cunningham took a shot at Clemson, said they steal signs. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's not a shot. They do, and a lot of teams do. Yeah, it's like quit whining, you whiners. Like, let's, let's make up some excuses as to why we lost. He basically guaranteed a win at Clemson this season, too, which is hilarious. Oh, the, my favorite part, though, was the the kid from Syracuse who uh, who uh, said, "What's the, is it a cha- what kind of challenge is it to go up against a quarterback like Malik Cunningham? Well, it's, it's really not. And Syracuse has just been getting pummeled by U of L as of late. <laughs> it so really good. would be the equivalent of like Monty Montgomery on U of L being like, "Oh, we got Will Levis this year. That that won't be anything to worry about." <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to slow down Chris Rodriguez. Yeah, that's not a challenge. He, he's just your normal run of the mill running back in the SEC. Um, it's a ridiculous quote, but I do love it. Like it's talking season, baby. Let's get some talking done. Mm-hmm. Let's chatter away. Oh, man. How about we get to this Thornton sex on? 502-414-1450. Absolutely. A texter said, oh, you're, you're probably going to get some residue crush. Oh, here. it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Hit me. I'm due. WTF was wrong with Nick this morning. Acting like a two-year-old, I'm tired from working. I'm going to take it out of my coworkers. That's true. It was just a hostile work environment from you yesterday. Yeah, I was really hostile. Um, did you file a report with HR? We did. Okay. We did. He needed uh, to. Yeah. So you'll probably be having a meeting with them when you get back in town. <laughs> Texture says, podcast listener here, what the hell did Danny Clark do to Roush? That was probably the ugliest moment of the whole thing. <laughs> I can take it, Roush. I'll be okay. Like, I went on with my day, and I was fine. But poor Danny Clark. He didn't deserve it. We used to play a game with Danny Clark. Uh, it was completion or hit the side of the wall. It was just fun. You never knew. <laughs> Never knew he was going to be on target or throw it at us 50 feet in the other direction. Oh, boy. Sounds like the Ben Chapel game we played. Hey, what's Ben Chapel up to these days, or, or Justin? I don't know. You asked me that yesterday. I told you he's selling insurance. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I have no idea. That's just my guess. We're making it a bit. We're making it a bit. Wow. Triggered Roush is either super hungover this morning or desperately needs to partake in some wacky Wednesday festivities. Calm it down, you gentle giant. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the Jolly Green Giant. As oh. Man, Next think, is my favorite. I think the crux of yesterday was you were just saying something in passing as like a compliment to Levis, and I was being nitpicky, and you just weren't in the mood for it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Well, yeah, I was I was telling my roommate last night too, TJ. When when Nick gets like that, you know exactly which buttons to push to get him riled up. And well, that, you, does, that doesn't help the situation. So we just both dig in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, it, like I could see that Roush was triggered, and I knew that it, it was basically just fighting over like a Semantics. silly difference over yeah difference yeah. of opinions. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I was it was a good radio bit. Like it we was. don't we don't we agree a lot, but the thing yeah. I like about our radio show is I, we don't force each other to agree with each other, and we do have a difference of opinions. But probably once a month or once maybe every three months, you'll get like we'll get superheated. I'll get triggered at times. Roush will, and those you just gotta let you gotta let them play out. Yeah, it was fun. fun. It was fun. Hey Nick, go to church, bro. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it. <laughs> <laughs> It's hell, uh, another texture says, it's unhealthy how delusional I perceive U of L fans to be. Travis Brandon posts that DJ Wagner is not committing this week, and they take it as he is still coming to Louisville. 
He's coming to Kentucky, everyone. Yeah, the only thing I find interesting is that Isaiah Collier situation, which we did talk about in an hour one. Like, UK is going to get Edwards. They've got Dillingham. You got Shepard, who continues just to do good things. And you would think Wagner, but you're not adding Wagner and Collier. That's just way too many bodies. And people wouldn't be cool with that, I would imagine, and rightfully so. So is the Collier call, the Collier, the Collier to Collier, is that a pressure move? Is it an insurance move? I don't know. Your guess is good as mine, but seems like it's maybe a, a little bit of a pressure there at DJ Wagner. And while the fact he delayed his commitment, I don't think means anything one way or another. If he was committing soon, it was going to be to Kentucky. So I can at least understand U of L fans being able to have a little sigh of relief and say, okay, maybe we can fight here for a few more weeks. Maybe we can get that visit. And then who knows? We've got a chance. But the desperation for U of L with Wagner, you'll if, if he ends up going to UK, you'll get a revisionist history of the whole ordeal. And they'll act like, yeah, we knew that he was probably going to go to UK. We tried our best, but we figured it was going to be a long shot. No, 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 no. They, they don't have any other targets they feel really great about in 23. Like, it is Wagner. It would, his, it would be his class. And not that they're not going to get some other guys. They will, I'm sure. But it won't be anybody that's going to drop your jaw. And Wagner's the only one. So it, it's Wagner or bust for them, for really for Kenny Payne. And, I, and everybody loves Kenny Payne. But if, if he doesn't get Wagner, you'll get a revisionist history, I think, at some point for UofL fans. But there'll be an initial, like, ooh. This is – I'm a little worried here. And understandably so. Yeah, yeah. I've got a question that I've wanted to get your all's opinion on for a while now. Do you think players – specifically – this was my favorite text – specifically quarterbacks can do anything at these summer camps to change the minds of evaluators in regards to their skills, such as uh, accuracy, for example? Oh, well, that's a good question. You know yeah. – you want to pick one? We've never talked about that before. So <laughs> glad, the, glad the texture brought it up. If we had a text of the day sponsorship, it'd be you, buddy. That was a good one. More fights on air, please. Great content, says one texter. Agreed. It was a good time. I'm just going to – next time, we're just going to actually fight. You that know. sounds – yeah, luckily we weren't in the studio. We probably would just be throwing down. And the thing is, too, is there's definitely a moment, like – because sometimes you'll take me off, and I'm like, eh, I'm just, I'm just going to let this one go. But then there's other times where I know that that switch goes off and it's just like, all right, I'm going to war. <laughs> oh, and it's always a good time. It's, it's so weird. It's a lot of fun. My, my favorite part was after when when you said, Roush, let's go. I'm ready to get triggered. And you were already <laughs> super triggered. <laughs> Justin, do you think that, that back and forth happens in studio? Uh, probably not to the heated level that it got to but uh, yeah I, I think it probably still happens i think but it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been as good i think it does too and intern jacob you agreed with roush i think maybe one of the few people that did yeah and then i got my head taken off <laughs> no that's not true that's not true at all but you just thought it was I, I, nobody disagreed with your take jacob intern jacob that like yes we all know lettuce has to prove it on on saturdays we do agree on that it's just summer fodder more than anything else. Yeah, I was I was kind of thinking about it. I was like, well, kind of glad I wasn't on the show because whoever I would have sided with, the other one would just pick me apart for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, if you, one thing about KRC, we definitely hold grudges and take all this stuff <laughs> super, super personally. 
a texter says, TJ, you have no idea how tired Nick is from listening to people talk for three days. If you haven't lived that life, don't speak on it, realtor boy. (laughs) (laughs) Realtor boy. That's pretty good. Speaking of which, anybody needs their house praise, just let me know. Business is at a at a snail's pace right now. Probably not a good sign for the housing market. Uh, Texter says that seeing Louisville fans talk about how they've outscored Syracuse by blah, blah, blah the last three games and the stats Malik has put up versus Syracuse, but whenever Kentucky fans bring up the same thing to them about the Louisville games, it's all irrelevant and has no basis. Weird. And yeah, Texter, things are about to change too. They can't change for other teams that Louisville is dominated the series in the other way but they definitely can change for U of L in a positive way uh, against Kentucky in that series one say one thing I'd say that's a little different texture is that like a Syracuse player actually did talk trash about U of L if a U of L player talked trash about UK or said like we're not worried about them this season then hopefully most U of L media would crush them the issue is it's that U of L media that's doing the thing that the Syracuse player did but since they're not officially on the team, they expect to be shielded by like, well, I'm entitled to my opinion. But if a player does it, then all hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose. Rash was super intrigued by that take. Those ex- the extent to which I'm thinking about those cats. This was kind of a random text. I don't know if they're talking about the highlight video that UK, re- UK basketball released yesterday. Did you see that, Roush? I did. It was just more, you know, practice in the gym stuff. But right. it's the appetizers we want getting a little closer. Uh, maybe that's what the texture is referring to. If not, texture, let me know. New men's BB comp dropped, dropped yesterday. Thoughts? Comp. I don't know what that means. Compilation. I, I believe they're just talking about cont- the video. Like content, maybe? No. Com- like compilation of practice <laughs> video. Okay, yeah. So what we that just referenced. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, it was sweet. I love it. I love seeing Damian Collins splash long shots. I love the little jab step fake that Chris Livingston gave, and then he he knocked down the uh, probably the 17-footer off the top of my head. I, I, I love it. The, the Wheeler shooting three still just kind of looks a little awkward, if we're being honest, but baby, it goes in in those highlight videos, so that's all I need to see. Uh, those are my takes. Hmm. I actually haven't haven't watched it yesterday. There was a lot of a lot of content out there. A lot of content out there. Could have sworn you just said that you did see it. He did. Okay, thank you. Mm. Sometimes Roush makes me think I'm losing my mind. I'm losing mine too. The coffee's starting to wear off. Need to need to reload. A texter says, just please give me a night game on November 19th with the SEC East on the line. Oh, it would be, if, or a CBS game, which at that time of the year, it would be dark by, you know, 530 or 6. So Yeah, you'd get like the first half would be Man. twilight-ish, second half at night. Mean, well, let's just say Kentucky is like, I don't know, 8-2, and 9-1, and one, let's dream big. And then you finish out the year with Georgia and Louisville coming to town. Can you, as basketball season is officially underway and nobody would give one poop about like the number two ranked basketball cats. I want that. I want that to be the reality. The other thing you got to think about too in that November 19th game is that's SoCon Saturday in the SEC. If you look around the college football landscape, not a whole lot happening. So if the stakes are that high, there's a very high chance that college game day is coming to Lexington. That'd be huge. 
you know, the weather November 19th probably would not be great, but you never know, baby. Roll of the dice that time of the year. It could be 60s hey. and beautiful. could be snowing at that time. Who knows? We'd rather warm up than have to cool off. You can always add more layers. You can. Uh, well, yeah, but I don't, I don't think it'd be like 90 degrees in November 19th. Yeah, but I, 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 relatively speaking, I'm just saying we get our seasons to complain about. We complain about summer. Oh, yeah, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just uh, I'm usually not great weather, which could hurt crowd. But if the stakes are high, it wouldn't hurt the crowd. The, the folks would show up in, in big numbers, and Georgia fans are going to show up in big numbers, which don't go selling those tickets to that game, folks. Don't go selling them. Go, either, don't do either, it. If you're going to sell them, give them somebody in blue, but just go because uh, it's going to be a blast when the cats beat the dogs, baby. Listening to yesterday's KRC debate, Roush losing it segment. TJ, you're not, you are wrong, buddy. While, okay, this was from Trevor, uh, and he had it in different paragraphs, but it doesn't transi- translate over. Let me try it again. Listening to yesterday's KRC debate. Wait, no, wait, wait, no, no, hold up. You gotta go. <laughs> Roush losing it segment. TJ, you're wrong, buddy. While bad, it's not literally the dumbest thing Roush has said. All your other points, TJ, were accurate. Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> I can confirm. Oh, this is also from Trevor. Ah, I can confirm that Scooch is telling the truth about going one on one at Assembly Hall. I saw the banner honoring it hanging in the rafters. Ah! Oh, got they him. Found, they finally put it up. That's awesome. I'll have to check it out. That's that's a good IU slap there. Uh, excited for. Are they playing in basketball this year? They are, aren't they? IU and U of L. Uh, believe so. Maybe it's next year. I know they're going to get like where it's football, basketball. No, I want to say it starts in 23, actually. Well, we just wrapped up. Now I'm confused because we we just had a three-game series with Louisville. I I think they're talking about doing another one. Maybe that's where I'm getting confused. Because I think Kenny Payne and Woodson were asked about it. And uh, I think one of them, I think w- one of them had a quote of like, "Yeah, we like that game, but we want to play like other teams better or something like that." That must uh, have been from Indiana's side of things. Wow. <laughs> a texture says, "If he's really still mad, that's embarrassing." Regarding Roush not being there for the start of the show, he wasn't really still mad. We were, <laughs> that, was, that was just a bit. That would be funny though. Just like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> Until you apologize for your Will Levis accuracy takes, I will not <laughs> hear me say another word on KRT. Mm. Kirby has another word. Hey, Kirby. He says, don't sleep on Tom Crean. Tom, Tom Green. Tom Crean, Tom, Tom Green. Not to be confused. His show before he got popular when he would go around and prank people and they didn't know who he was was absolute TV gold. Weirdo and didn't like him after he got famous, but ahead of his time. Man, he was a weirdo on Celebrity Big Brother. And like people just weren't really vibing with him a lot, and I hate using that word, but it's it's fitting in this situation. I have nothing against Tom Green. He made me laugh. He's just his gimmick just wore thin, you mm-hmm. know, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Which it happens. And then he just fell off the earth because everybody kind of came to that realization, and then you didn't really hear from him again for a while. I'm just glad he's immortalized though in, in Road Trip because that is just a stand up, outstanding comedy. The stealing the the school bus from the bond is just oh so funny. <laughs> Intern Jacob, what do you think about like, hey, you know, I'm gonna send you a, a naughty VHS tape. Do you even know what a VHS tape was? Yes. Okay. What do you think about, like, it's not, you know. Well, I mean, you didn't mean to do it. Yeah, but you got, like, Snapchat for that stuff nowadays. Oh, yeah, that would have been long gone. 
So yeah, now we'll get, like you yeah. send the snap to the wrong person in your phone and you'd have to go steal their cell phone before they open the snap. You, well, could, you, you could delete them now. You can delete snaps that you send to somebody? Yeah. I don't buy that for a second. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> good, good, good rebuttal. I'm gonna, <laughs> so I'm going to send one to my wife, and then what do I do? You click over and then hold down on the uh, thing. Hit delete. I held, I'm holding down on it. It gives me a bunch of options. Hit delete. No, Not slide there. over like slide over like you're gonna text her. Yeah, I think you're full of it, buddy. Okay. Check your phone. Hold on. Okay, I see it. Oh, there it is. Oh. If you delete a message, we'll attempt to remove it from the servers and your friends' devices. This might not always work, like if someone has bad internet connection or an old version of Snapchat. So it definitely wouldn't work with your bad internet connection, intern Jacob. But, wow, that's a fun <laughs> fact. Didn't know that. The more you know. Gosh. Yeah. What have, I, I, you know, Jacob, my end of college days was the beginning of Snapchat to show you how old Snapchat is. Would have been nice to have that feature back then. Check your phone. I just sent you one and deleted it. Yeah. Oh, I got one from you. See? Intern deleted a snap. Oh, wow. That's cool. All right. Intern Jacob teaches the old wow. people. Wow. We got we to learn today. Thank you, Intern Jacob, for that lesson. Uh, let's continue with the text line. What do we got next? Uh, we have... Someone asking, why is no one talking about Ox as a breakout player? Before his injury, he was dominant at times, especially against LSU. You think he will follow in Pascal's footsteps next season? They need him to be. I think it's because, uh, I don't want to say it's expected, but also you you won't get the same, to, to your question about Pascal, that position, it's just not going to have as much production because you're, 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 you're more into the interior of the defensive line but you make a good point. He's going to be a, a guy that, like, two or three games in the season, they're like, why weren't we talking about this guy more going into the into the into the year? I think it's a totally fair text. I've wondered the same. While more people don't mention him, uh, but maybe we're the show that starts to do it, baby. Get on the ox train. Yeah. Y'all remember when Roush said you can't tell if a QB is accurate when he throws a football? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do remember that. <laughs> John here. Good morning, doll. Tell me who's the best recruiter on the basketball staff right now. Also, if you had a chance to get a recruit, you needed to send a two-man team out. Who would you send? Uh, well, it's Antigua. Um. Oh, he wants to know for both basketball and football. Uh, well, the big dog in, in Antigua. Yeah. And if yep. you needed to send a two-man team out, well, you'd go Antigua and Cal, ideally. If you couldn't go Cal, then you'd go Chin, and that's a pretty good combo. And then mm -hmm. and football, Roush, who's number two? I guess probably depend on region more than anything else. Yeah, and you, I would have previously said Vince and Summerall, but – yeah, I don't – there's not like a clear definitive number two. You're right. It, it is just kind of, I think, dependent on position, player, region, et cetera. A texter says, JCPS teacher shortage, definitely. Yeah, I wonder why there's a teacher shortage. He, he then came back and said, wrong show. Hey, you don't listen to other shows, texter. <laughs> you know that. Um, is that a thing, Roush? I think I read that. Yeah, they're, they're like desperately trying to find teachers because nobody wants to be a teacher in that awful school system. 
well, I'm sure folks will find a way to blame one sort of political party in that regard. I think it really probably comes down to like teachers probably want to be able to teach and not have to deal with fights every two seconds. Yeah, that's the biggest one. And like, um, it's their fault. It's not the parents' fault. So you yeah. can't hold kids accountable for their actions anymore. Hey, come on over to the private school system, baby, for those that can. If not, the ones in JCPS that it does it's a it's a crappy situation yep. it, it really is uh, we certainly don't have time to talk about it roberto conlo uh, i don't know what that means in spanish is that bad he no i think he's trying to say robert with the shifts but yeah. los cambios uh, is definitely changes so okay. i like yeah. it roberto carlos cambios Forget Cambio. to say this the other day, but the Red Sox stink. You stink. But in all seriousness, that Chris Sale injury sucked. He's awesome, but may have the worst injury luck of all time. It, it is unbelievable. And honestly, Chris Sale will probably look back in his career and be like, man, I made a ton of money not to play too much baseball. But, uh, yeah, he'll be out for the season again for the Red Sox. I can't remember the last time he completed a full season, but we'll always have that 2018 season. Best team in the history of, of MLB baseball. <sighs> If you had to pick three road games for UK to win, which would you rather win the most at? Florida, at Tennessee, or at Ole Miss? I'm going with at Tennessee. I agree. At Tennessee. I do too, even though it feels like you have to win at Florida for big things to happen later on in the season. You know? It only feels like that because it's the second game, you know? Right, right. Once you got past that and you you beat South Carolina, you beat Missouri, let's say you won at Ole Miss, then the Florida game would be ancient history at that point. But, yeah, you're right from a momentum standpoint. You can't go wrong with any three of those, by the way. All would be huge for the program. All would be great momentum boosters. And I'm at the point where I want two out of three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe even three out of three. Ole Miss uh, is doing a stripe out, too, because Kentucky's everybody's Super Bowl. I cannot wait for that. I'm so excited for that game. I know that it'll be around baby time for you, Roush. I wish we could do the show down there, figure something out. But uh, that's going to be a fun trip. UK fans, make the make the trip. RIP Charlie Wilson. I met the man for the first time 15 years ago as the first-time customer, and he was awesome. Prayers to the Wilson family and everybody at the company. Thank you for that. We mentioned it yesterday. We agree. A texter said, intern Jacob is a dude I think would need Rowan. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm leaving that one. Yeah. You, got, you get but the funny uh, they said that you you would need Roman wipes around any girl. That's... You, yeah. You guys need to have a remote to prove blah, 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 blah. He said no other show could pour more than 20 people at a remote. Um, well, you know, it's tough to get people to show up to radio. You may not be wrong about that, but I bet if we really – we've had we've had close to 20 people for a show before, at least when I did one back at old PTs. We had a ton of people show up for that one. I wonder why. <laughs> Uh, Texter says they swear that UK is much better than us, and we're going to show they're not this year. That was a okay. Cunningham quote. Um, real smart, real smart words there at ACC kickoff. Yeah, it seems like he was being a little cautious. We're, you're going to show us that you're not better than us, okay, buddy? Come within thirty points first, and then we'll we'll believe you. All right, anything else? Kind of rushed through there at the end. I know we're running out of time anyways. Well, we're over time. So, Roush, enjoy today. Will you be coming back Friday or are you staying Friday? Well, I'm coming back uh, this afternoon. Oh, wow. So, you'll be back in town for tomorrow's show. Yep. And then intern Jacob leaves us for a little vacation. That would be exciting, too. We'll be here tomorrow, intern Jacob, right? Maybe. I don't know what time we're leaving. Oh, okay. You'll be sure to let us know five minutes in advance. I just pack my bag and get in the car. Tough life of a college kid. Justin, you have a great Thursday, buddy. Thanks, I will.
I'm 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 I have to work a late shift tonight, but it's gonna be a good Thursday. Yeah, I'm gonna take a nap. Hopefully, you get a lot of tips. All right, everybody, enjoy it. Thanks for all the text in the show. This is Kentucky roll call. Big Hey!